Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM 95.9. Welcome back. It's time to get into our Money Lessons feature. And tonight I'm talking to Kreej Govinder. Kreej is best known for her comedy stints and her part on Isidingo. But later she started directing, um, you know, the soapy and went on to do so much more in this field. Kreej has been voted by the media the funniest woman in South Africa and was rated one of the top three MCs in the country. She's also an award-winning playwright and a published academic. She has worked as a radio presenter and a columnist in the print media. She has five SAFTA awards for directing. I love the fact that I get to speak to such amazing, talented women. Kreejay, thank you very much uh, for joining me this evening. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. So, Kreejay, I mean, you know, uh, my last guest as well had a long list of accolades and you have too. I mean, so many awards that you have. Your repertoire is so wide. Um, You're a busy, busy lady. Thank you, you know, for making the time. But, you know, talking about the fact that you're so busy, you've built quite a career. I'd like to know more about you and your money. I know some people think that's so (laughs) rude to ask, especially in the Indian community, like, don't be asking me how much money I earn every month. But how did you start establishing yourself financially? So I, I think I think I'm a, a little bit of a... I'm good at some things and I'm not good at some things with finance. And I've okay. learned a lot uh, from my husband, actually, who is the Indian. I, I'm not the Indian in the family no. he is. <laughs> okay. um, so... Uh, um, one of the things is, well, I when we, when I first started working in the entertainment industry, money wasn't the goal, and I I think a lot of people share that. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, I I have a lot of uh, young folks coming up to me and say, well, how much does that earn me? Uh, the one part of me wants to say, wow, that's you know, I'm so glad you're thinking of that early, and then the other part of me just thinks, well, you still have to pay your dues, so, um, and that's not a financial thing. So I think at the beginning, particularly with entertainment, you've you've got to, I won't say market, oh gosh, marketing and networking has never worked for me. It honestly has never worked for me. Um, uh, calling people up has never worked. So I think showing people what you can do always worked. And, um, and that's how money sort of started to come in. I, I won't say, yeah, come into the coffers, but I was always very, very smart in one way, which is I have never had, I think only recently I've asked for the um, the, the, the electricity, the escombole to be put onto my name because I have never had an account in my entire life except for my cell phone. Oh my word, that is, a bi- that is a big step. I hope you know what you're getting yourself into. I know, I know, I know everybody says, uh, you know, one needs to consider if things don't work out in a marriage and all of that. But then, uh, you know, I'm an artist and that's the the other side of me, which is uh, I'm okay with that. I can always make my way. So I'm not nervous about that at all. Um, And of course, I've got enough stuff to blackmail my husband (laughs) about to get whatever I need to from him. No, I'm just, I'm kidding, but I've never, ever had an account. And it's just, I, for me, in order to be creative, in order to, I cannot have the worry of owning things. I've never owned it. I've never bought a car that I can't can't afford. And in terms of houses and all of those things, I kind of sit with my husband 
a, a, a deadline. We, we do together and then aim for it. Yeah. That's so important. I mean, you know, my first guest, Gerald, was talking about the fact that you need to have this discussion about money. Um, you know, we were talking about spring cleaning your finances and he says it's very important to sit together. You don't, you can't exactly do it by yourself. It, it takes two to sit down and work it out and figure out what you're doing and, you know, going forward. So is the husband, is your husband actually the person that keeps all the money sorted? Yeah, so so uh, we we don't have a, jo- a joint account. I don't think uh, we don't, we definitely don't have that. However, whenever a large amount or a salary gets into my account, strangely enough, within a few seconds, it gets transferred <laughs> into um, a, 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 a different account by him. But I'm good with that because I would prefer. In our marriage, we've kind of worked out that he's better at dealing with the finances. However, what I do is that I make sure, and I'm not a shopper, so I'm not a shopper at all. Um, I don't, I don't do nails. I don't do facials. Uh, I, I will. Oh get my God! You, you must be saving tons of money. Yeah, yeah. I don't do fat. And if I've got an event to go to, I'll make a plan with a, a friend who's a designer, or I know a billion actors and actresses, and. Uh, yeah, make some plan. It's not being uh, stingy with it. It's just mm-hmm. I, I find it's a complete fashion for me is a complete waste. I love fashion. I just find spending money on it, and it really irks me because some of my best friends have accounts, uh, you know, and they owe so much money on fashion, and I can't mm-hmm. understand it because they're so creative. Because once you're creative, you 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 basically covered fashion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to yeah. go. And also, I'm not a big believer in wearing a, a brand. I think if you have a label on the outside, uh, but that's just me. I just I know like m- my friends and my sisters, for example, uh, w- w- want you to know what brand it is. I've got no clue, and I can't tell a, a fake from a real thing. And I don't like. Uh, I always think the person needs to be the brand, not the clothes. You know, yeah. you've got a, you've got a wear the clothes, the clothes shouldn't be wearing you. Um, so so that's just my my personal philosophy, and I'm not sure whether it's the right one, but it has definitely because I cannot handle the idea of having something to pay or owing something. It's always mm-hmm. bugged me from the time I was uh, quite young that I, I really want to pay things off. Uh, my husband on the other hand understands the intricacies of um, you know tax benefits if you if you have a bond or a really small bond. I always say if things go wrong, like when COVID hit, yeah. I really want to know that we are going to be okay. If things go wrong, I need to know that we are going to be okay for a year. Where I do spend money on is education. I have three kids and I didn't have, I went to a public school, uh, uh, not even, I went to a, a not even a township school. I went into a rural farmish school and I always wanted to send my kids to the best, best schools in the country. And so that's where I spend my money on instead of myself, because I promise you that, that those investments, if they don't pay out in a few years, I don't know what I'm, 
what Absolutely. I mean, this is what we have been talking about the whole time on the show as well. And I mean, in my last discussion as well with Baratang, I'm sure you've heard a little bit um, mm. um, on that. I mean, education just plays such a critical role. And it's from the time that they are born, we need to be educating them. Once they get into, you know, nursery school, that early childhood development is so critical. And we're seeing it. We're seeing what's happening in this country. So many children are not getting access to that. And therefore, they are cracks as they move you know, as they get older and they move on, it's just so hard to fix the foundation if it wasn't built firmly in the first place. So education is great. So you seem to be quite prudent with your money. I mean, you don't care for all the fashion. So it's not like you, you, as you said, you're not being stingy with it. But is there anything apart from education? I mean, what did you uh, spend your first paycheck on? Can you remember the first paycheck? So I was at uni- I was probably the richest student at university. So uh, for some reason, <laughs> I really was very wealthy. I would have spent it on my friends. I still do. I do enjoy spo- spoiling my friends. I enjoy spoiling uh, my husband. Not so much my kids because they. Uh, I really think that they already have such a pampered life. They've got no idea of struggle or anything, which is something I just can't seem to get right. Right, you know. Yeah. You can't say to them, and I don't want to sound like all our parents about the one shoe uh, walking backwards to school stuff that we... I really try not to. Um, but yeah, so I'm I, when I say the education of my kids, I also spend a lot of money on their extracurricular activities because one of them is a show jumper. Mm. So you don't want to know how expensive... Oh, no, I do know. <laughs> my my older son went that route and sure. Um, but I just think generally any sport, any, you know, I mean, eventually that's going to become a sport for her, for your, is it your daughter? Um, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's expensive. I mean, just buying the cap and the chaps and the, and the pants. Yeah. And it's very expensive. So I, so, so I don't mind, but I don't mind it because yeah. I, I always think, you know, our entire lives we've been talking about giving our kids the opportunities. So where I can, I do, but I do dangle a carrot and I make sure that they know that it costs a lot of money. So, are you giving them the lecture every now and then? Like, you oh, know? Uh, not every now and then. I give oh, the all the time. All the time. <laughs> and I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible parent in that. And when I say well, I'm not paying for this for nothing, I want to see results. And my poor parents weren't like that. They were so encouraging. I mean, I ended up in the arts, you know, which is quite, and I had no pressure from my parents. And my mom was the first. Um, my mom was, the, in fact, it links very, very, very well. When I was listening to your last speaker, I was thinking, wow, I wish my, my, my mom could listen to it. Because she was the first black in the broad sense of the word black, because I know that we are of Indian yeah. descent. Um, the computer programmer in the country. So oh, that's interesting. She just has changed my view on so many things. She's always said, you don't get old because of your age. You get old because you don't keep up with technology. I mean, I just remember wow. she was on Skype. And we, I didn't even hear what Skype was years, years ago. And she said to me, this is going to catch on because she was connecting with some family uh, overseas. My sister was living overseas. So she, and then I, so we, we just learned a lot from her um, that way. Uh, and also just not to... Yeah, so I'm I'm not like my mum, where I'm 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 sort of subtle. I'm just very direct from my kids as to uh, what I expect them to do. It's awful, actually. No, but I mean, you know, that's breaking down barriers in a sense and showing you that, you know, you're not boxed up and you need to do what you need to do and you do it 
to the best of your ability, whether it's in the arts, whether it's in tech, whether it's, you know, in academics, whatever it is, I think that uh, that's great. I mean, in terms of how you raise them and so they, they know that it's not, uh, it's not coming easy, um, that you are spending a lot of money on them. Um, to make sure that they are well educated and they have all the extras. But how do you teach them to manage money? Are they of that age that they can start managing their own money? Well, the, the five-year-old has just got numbers right at the moment. Okay. So he's um, my, hus- my husband's very much in charge of, of that. Uh, um, and he is somebody that's a believer in um, kids. Uh, understanding that money, how money works. Uh, so the 14 year old does have shares because she asked that, she asked us to buy her shares, which is a big shock because she was reading up on shares and reading up on, um, you know, the Bill Gates and the sure. uh, Warren Buffett. She was reading up on that when she was about 10 years old. So she has asked us to buy shares. I think there's some shares that own your radio station that she owns. But okay. you know, I don't know how that works. I, I'm just very much, uh, I, I, when I'm not good at something, I don't try to fake it because uh, I think okay. you'll be exposed so quickly. Yeah. So I kind of leave that to my husband. And he's pretty good at teaching the, 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 the girls, the two girls and then the five-year-old, um, teaching them about money and those sort of things. My job is to teach them about kindness in my house because for me, money is, uh, it goes together, money, though. It should go together, it, as opposed yeah, it is, to. But I, I really want them to understand that what I've experienced so far about money, and we've just seen this now with the loss of Chadwick, uh, when he said that Denzel Washington paid for his. Uh, did you Did you see that that Denzel Washington had paid for his? Uh, wow, I tuition. did. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Sure, it's just. It's just. I mean, I cried when I, I watched the. I think it was one of those uh, inspirational podcasts mm. where somebody has edited it all together. And so for me, what I do know about money is that it's a strange thing and it works like this. The more you give, the more that you receive, as long as there's no desire to make more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's for me something else which which is key and has definitely changed my finances. Look, I'm not a, a billionaire or a millionaire or anything like that, but I don't have financial problems. And one of the reasons is because of, um, for want of a better word, my spiritual beliefs, which is Christianity, something very odd happened in my relationship. So I've, I've always been a Christian, so I've always understood the idea of tithing. My husband had come from a different religion, um, converted to Christianity. He couldn't understand the idea of the 10% tithes. I mean, he just couldn't. I can tell you a really funny story about a, a, a senior member. Um, of, Please of do. Business. I'll tell you now. I'll tell you now. So uh, He didn't understand tithing, and he couldn't understand why we needed to give 10%, you know, if you are a Christian. Yeah. I had this incredible conversation with a friend of mine who phoned me, she was a PA to one of South Africa's top telecom uh, CEOs. And she phones me and she goes, Krije, my CEO wants to give X amount and she's to his church. And I said, well, is that 10%? She said, yes, but it's already a mega church. And you know what? <laughs> I'm a believer in Christianity, not churchianity. But I had to say to her, that's the rule. You know, you've, you've got to give tithes. 
Yeah. My husband, being, you know, typically Indian, was trying to negotiate with me. He's like, can't we just pay 5%? I mean, really, because we've got to pay for this and this and this. <laughs> and then I said to him, just take a step back here and ask yourself, does God really need your money? I mean, really, it's God. Does he really need your money? Yeah. But can I tell you where my finances changed is when I listened to... I just said to my husband, either we do it or we don't. There is no, you can't negotiate a 5%. Yeah. And then when he understood that from a spiritual perspective and we paid 10% tithes, I think uh, your Christian audience would understand this. Once we did that, our finances changed. I know we were meant to to, to pay off our house yeah. in six years and we paid it off in a year and a half. Sure, that's amazing. And what, what did I do financially? I just paid my tithe, that's all. Mm. And I paid the right amount. I didn't pay 9% or 8%, I just paid 10%. So... Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, everyone has their beliefs and, you know, if you're giving back in some way, it will come back to you. It will come back to you and it may come back so many times more uh, in that. But the interesting things about tithes is that tithes is not, uh, is separate from, well, I sound like a preacher and I'm not. Uh, Tithes is separate from uh, charity. Uh, uh, that's something completely different. And one is also told in many, many religions as well that when you do charity, you should actually do it in secrecy. So tithes is something completely different. But if I could just give any financial advice from my experience uh, and maybe more specifically from a Christian experience, it's just pay the 10% tithes because it's a biblical promise. And that's all I'll do on on religion now because I know... (laughs) (laughs) We need another show for you, Krije. Thank you so much for your time this evening and well wishes to you and the family. Thanks so much for giving us your time this evening. That was Krije Govinder, comedian, actor, director. She's so talented. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.